Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And it was transfer deadline day. It was. Uh, today. It was. Um, transfer deadline day. Yes, most of the deals that didn't get done have not been done by the time you listen to this. <laughs> but we did have some guests beyond that. I think there was a feeling yeah. that there wasn't going to be a lot to talk about transfer-wise. We had a laugh, Paul. Um, we had a chat with uh, two guys from a band I'm a big fan of called yeah. Future Islands. Um, and a couple of them coming. And uh, Samuel, the lead singer, a great front man, and an Evertonian. Yeah. And he explained... How and why? Yeah, that was great. Um, Fantasy Football League is back on Sky uh, Max tomorrow. And Matt Lucas and Andrew Mensah. Uh, Mens is the new Stato, effectively. Yeah. And uh, they both came in for a bit of a chat. Yeah, they've done a great good. job. And it's hard to take that sort of show yeah. on and move it on, they isn't it? It's a bit of a sacred of it cow. modernised it. Yeah, it's you know. great. So uh, they were on good form. We talked a bit of football. And oh, we had a chat. Yeah. Uh, that should do you, yeah, really. Yeah, that should be a podcast. Here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. It was very much a game of uh, two halves. Very frustrating uh, first half where uh, Tottenham did get sucked into all sorts of S-housery, which Mm. completely put them out of their stride. It was all a bit WWE. (laughs) Mopay was just at it, you know. I mean, I don't blame Brentford for that. It's down for the referee to do something about it. And uh, he wasn't the strongest of referees. I sometimes feel... If you go into refereeing, you've clearly played at some kind of level and you have a sort of innate understanding of what's going on. And yeah. what was going on last night was that, they, you know, they, the S. Housery was very much at the uh, the top of the agenda because it had put Tottenham out of their stride, so yeah. fine. Everybody's entitled to do that. It's up to the referee to control the limits of it. And there was a lot of time-wasting going on. Every set piece took three or four minutes. Players were jostling, then a... Brentford player would go down clutching their face for yeah. no apparent reason whatsoever. So it was going on. And you, David Coop was the ref. You, you think you say to the captain, about it, yeah. I know what you're doing. You know, I didn't come up on the down train. I did play football. I might not have been as good as you, but I, and I know what you're doing. And you know, stop doing it, or I'll start booking people. Thomas Franks obviously said, "Break the play up." Yeah, you know, that's I mean, obviously, I, obviously yeah. what he's trying to do, isn't it? Is, is stop, no, I don't, I don't blame a play, team. No. However, you know, you would argue. I'm sure Brentford fans would argue. Whatever gets you the result. Yeah, well, ultimately didn't it get didn't the result. No, get no. them the result, did it? But um, they were they played some great football first half as well. They were brilliant uh, sort of counter attacking. They played some good stuff. And Mope Madison celebration wars. Yeah, that celebration was, yeah. wars. I'm kind of as I said, I. I I was uh, our gaffer here. Liam was at the game, and I was I was said to him at half time. Do you know like the revisionism when you when you because uh, he doesn't get to go that often these days. Okay, 
So he said, I hope I'm not going to be a curse. And he uh, contacted me at half time and he said, Shall I shall I go? I said, ideally, go and play in midfield instead of Benton who is a brilliant player, but was having yeah. a terrible game. Right. And you know, him and Madison were getting under each other's feet in that match. So it was Madison that stayed on and, and sort of did that job. Well you've got players all of a sudden again, yeah. haven't you? You've got so, your players have come back, so he's back. got to make a selection. And I said, We've got to stop getting sucked into all their S housery. Mm. And thankfully, second half. Uh, we did, and I did also point out I had an eyes raise. Werner's final ball that didn't age well, no, did it? No, no, no. And uh, I did say afterwards, sorry, I put the wrong uh, the eyes raise. That was the wrong emoji. <laughs> uh, it was really the purring. I mean, second half it was chalk and cheese, you know. Yeah. Uh, and Brentford. I think no, they're, they're struggling played, though, aren't they? they? No, they look. They played some. They played some really good stuff. They're fifteen first ball. half, and they only lost it by a goal. They could have scored at the end. Tony's just a class act. You can see that, especially when it's a beautiful assist from Mudogi, of course, with yeah. that back pass. But no, they are. They're 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 a good side, and I tend to think they'll be all right. But um, you know, the idea that you know, good old Brentford, good old friendly Brentford, they'll do what they have to do, and that manager, will, you know. He'll dog with the best of them, yeah. really, if that means they're going to get a result in a game. So, and it, it, they almost did. They we'll we'll have turned this phone off today. I mean, doesn't look like Tony's going anywhere. But it's true. It's de- deadline day he was going to be the big story, wasn't yeah. he? He was, seems to have gone very, very quiet. I think um, uh, Mope saying afterwards, I went a bit early, but that one was quite funny. <laughs> and yeah. Wrighty was saying on Match of the Day last night, you know, never go that early. He likes a bit of S-Hells, oh, oh, but... Yeah. You know, two or three minutes before the end, you start dishing <laughs> yeah. that out. Yeah, not not when you just get the won. Olays going a bit. Not later when you're on, one yeah. nil up away, when you've given up quite a lot of leads when you've played away. But yeah. Tony in the flesh is great. He's just a, a really. I mean, he's. You do sense he'll go somewhere in the summer, yeah. wherever he goes, he'll be a a big hit. England, know, bit a bit rusty. An well, England I mean, pick. Gareth Southgate was there watching last night. I mean, you'd you'd look at him and you'd look at what he can offer. I mean, he he missed a good chance. Yeah. Um, but he's, he only had two games back. If that's yeah. what he can do after two games, after eight months out, give him a few months, he'll be top draw. Yeah, anyway, um, that was my experience Lovely. last night. It all worked out in the end. I do like the idea of footballers going into the UFC cage, which oh, is yeah, what nice. um, Ange was suggesting last night to sort out their At half time, working out at half time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, transfer deadline day. Yes. Close they were Liverpool were great. When they only saw highlights. Oh, Again, I got in and watched Match of the End. Uh, they were sensational. They've got goals everywhere on that pitch. Yeah. Except Nunes. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think they had 11 shots. On another day. Hit the bar, hit the post, missed a penalty. You know, but he creates... He's like a chaos player, isn't he? Yeah. Just creates chaos in the, in the opposing half and just looks so good. He just... I don't know if he needs to... Take a bit off it when he shot. I don't know what it, I don't know, I'm not no. a professional footballer, you know. But just a uh, bit of bad luck, you yeah, know, yeah. the width of a crossbar or a post a lot of the Suarez time. Suarez had a season like that though, didn't he? When he first when he first came over, he used to hit the bar all the time and that sort of yeah. stuff. So maybe, maybe it'll oh, yeah, it'll come he, good eventually. He's, yeah, he's a very good player. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. That is Future Islands, yeah. and uh, it's from their new album, People Who Aren't There Anymore. It's Say Goodbye, 
And uh, we're delighted to say joining us from the band are Samuel and Will. Good afternoon, uh, good afternoon, boys. Lovely to see you. Thank good you afternoon. Thank in. you all so much hey, for having us. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah. Say goodbye is perfect for a uh, trans- transfer deadline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've not brought any transfers in with you, have you? Just so yeah. we can liven it up a little bit. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. I wish, I wish, I, I wish my team did have some transfers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we come on to your Everton credentials shortly, but. Um, it's, yeah, Britain's has been kind of good good to you as a band, hasn't it, Will? Because, you know, you've kind of built up this occult following initially, but now a big enough following for you guys to be playing Crystal Palace Bowl in the summer headlining there. Yeah, the, the UK has been always been great to us. We, um, you know, our, our first record, our first album came out on Upset the Rhythm, which was a, it's a London-based label. We were, so we had our record out here before we did in, in America. And I feel like the, the English fans have always... Uh, picked up what we're putting down yeah um over the years they've always been with us and it's, we've seen it steadily growing over the last what 15 years or so yeah, yeah. Apart, apart from the, the the fine songs that you guys produce uh sammy i think it's fair to say that your stage presence does yeah. help i think build uh, the band's profile and uh your dancing especially isn't it is uh yeah. it's, it's very much your own <laughs> yeah yeah and i've i've said uh you know uh, of course i perform the way that i want i want to perform you mm. know and the way i think it should be done i don't think it works for everybody luckily that sets us apart <laughs> yeah as a band but uh but yeah that physicality is something that's really important to me to uh, to sell the songs and it's you know it's part of the hook too you know mm. you 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 put the hooks in the music but you also put them in the performance because you can only sell a record once but when you uh when you really put on a great show that's how you get people coming back yeah and that's uh that's what sustains a band that's what creates like a community for a band um and yeah it creates longevity uh so that we can continue to make our art you have to make the thing that you like and hope other people like it, I suppose. Yes, yeah. definitely. And, and, you know, and that's, uh, I've talked about this a lot. Like, it's it's all about ri- the, from the writing process. If you bring authenticity and honesty to what you do when you go out on stage, it's really easy to perform in, uh, you know, an intense way because yeah. it's coming from, a, from an honest place. And also, if you're writing songs that you don't, believe in yeah. and you write a hit you're going to be really mad at yourself for the next 10 or 20 years because you're playing a song that yeah. you actually don't like yeah. you know people, people ask us a lot about our song seasons like is it annoying to play that one because it's your big hit and it's like no it's it's a joy because it create it makes everyone happy you know yeah. what what is a better thing than like making music with your friends and then that becomes a thing that that uh people hold on to it becomes mm. a part of other people's lives and yeah. then they sing it back to you you know yeah, I'm trying, I've, I've, I've seen you live I saw you back at Brixton Academy we've seen about 2018 and I don't think you made I can't remember but whether you played it early you played it late I don't think it was one of those things you made people mm. wait for Will because it is such a, a kind of it's a big signature song for you guys isn't it we haven't played it early in the set before but definitely we don't try to end the sets with it. No. You know, we want to, because we have even even more uh, energetic and intense songs that we want to end on an exclamation point Yeah, whenever we can. I am, yeah. we're going to play, actually, we'll play out the seasons, but I remember the first time I saw the band was, uh, it was a kind of viral clip you did David Letterman's show in mm-hmm. the States, and it was a brilliant performance, a real sort of, and he seemed to really enjoy it. He, oh, yeah. You got, the, you got the the Dave Letterman handshakes, didn't you, when he came out afterwards? Yeah. And, but it was... um. Yeah, I mean that was that that must have been really good for you. I would imagine just that appearance and the viral clips from it. Yeah, that uh, that kind of brought because we were already like uh, we, at that point we were kind of at an acceptance point. You know, it was uh, William had just turned thirty. I was just a couple 
a weeks away from my 30th birthday. So pretty much at ease that we were never going to have this, you know, be the young spotlight band. And all yeah. of a sudden we were the middle-aged spotlight band. So <laughs> we're like, well, this is weird. And everyone told us it was weird in the press. They're like, you guys came in the back door. How did you do that? And we're like, I don't know. We just did what we do, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, that performance, you know, for and for the UK, that got us Jules Holland, you know, our first, yeah. our first uh, time on Jules, which... Ex, uh, exposed us to even more people and was a great thing for us here. Got us on a lot of festival stages that uh, we weren't, you know, people that weren't biting uh, <laughs> on what we were doing. They were just yeah. like, nah, we'll pass this year. Came back because of Letterman and then because of Jules. So, yeah, it was a real, it was a big career shift for us uh, That that is still making a difference today. You know, yeah. people are still talking about that performance because I think it did polarize the audience, you know, yeah, they couldn't tell if it was a joke or if it was real, <laughs> and and that creates a lot of uh, infighting. Which you know, it takes it takes two things rubbing against mm. each other to create that fire. Yeah, um, and we were just out on the road doing what we do, and and uh, things were just kind of exploding around us. Yeah, uh, growing at, up. Sorry, at sorry. that point when when we played Letterman, we'd already we'd already reached a point in around 2011 that we could all quit our day jobs, right, and we were able to pay our bills. Uh, you know, playing shows and putting out records, and yeah. that, so we we already kind of reached that point. And we, to us, we'd already reached like that. To us, that was like the ultimate success, being yeah. able to just do the band full time. So when Letterman happened, it was just like it got everything got so much bigger, and it was unexpected. Yeah, magic yeah. wand for right. us. I mean, again, at the bottom of it, it's a great performance, but it's a great song. So we'll play a bit in a minute. Growing but, that fan base must be like being uh, in it, growing in front of you. Must be absolutely incredible. It must be like being a footballer. And get playing, playing for a bigger and bigger club, sort of month yeah. on month, you know. Yeah. So, the, so the, the audience you're playing in front of. We definitely saw it grow from you know very very tiny. Mm, like yeah. we we are we started playing in house parties, like literally throwing a keg party, playing in the living room, moving the furniture into other rooms or the outside, and um, all along the way there were so many. Um, uh, people not telling us to stop you know like yeah. uh, booking agents who who wouldn't you know promoters who wouldn't book us at first we had to wow. eventually get you know asked to open for other bands and we had booking agents who turned us down left and right record yeah. labels were turning us down so we just booked ourselves for a long time and and we had some friends who had some success who brought us on tour we really kind of um forced our way in self-belief yeah, yeah, just self-belief yeah. yeah william booked five or six hundred shows for the this band uh and our pre and our previous band because we had our college band uh art lord and self-portraits uh that was me william and uh garrett um that we we did about 115 120 shows and then mm. we had a member leave and then we started future islands together uh -oh. so, so uh, my advice to young artists or young musicians or artists or anyone just keep keep doing it yeah. and if someone tells you no just Find a, yeah. find, find, find a way. Yeah. Find Unless your own you are path. absolutely rubbish. You might be rubbish. Case, yeah. uh, <laughs> now, you are an Evertonian, Sam. You are, uh, oh, yeah, up the toppies. Yeah, and you kind of decided you liked football, soccer, and wanted to pick a team, but didn't want a glory hunt. This is my understanding of the story. Yes. And wanted to go for a kind of team that were in the middle of the table, and your choices were West Brom, Villa, and Everton. So... Yes. What drove you to Everton as opposed to the other two? Ultimately, well, uh, you know, first off, like I grew up playing, uh, I grew up playing football as William as well. Um, under twelve state champions, center oh, back, PK wow. man, okay, yeah. like uh, so. So I, I've got hard, a pedigree. Hard man, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was hard I was man. the hard man on the team. I was yeah. about I was about four foot eleven and about four foot eleven wide as well. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, I was a, a, a square man, a square boy. Um, 
But yeah, when I uh, when we were making our fourth album singles, there was uh, satellite TV at the the studio, and so I started. I found this channel that was playing classic uh, Premier League matches, classic La Liga matches, uh, classic World Cup matches, and I would get up before the guys and watch three or four hours of sport uh, before we get to work. And when I got home, you know, I I I wanted to keep watching. Yeah. You know, I, I love sports. I follow everything: uh, college basketball, professional basketball, baseball, mm-hmm. American football. Um, and so I wanted a team. And yeah, like you said, I didn't want to pick one. I didn't want to be a cheater and pick yeah. one of the top four or five. I didn't want to pick one of the bottom four or five. So I just watched the ninth, tenth, and eleventh place teams. And uh, I think Everton was the third, the third team I watched. Yeah. But almost immediately, I was like, "This is my team." Oh, wow. And uh, Gareth Barry, boss in the midfield. So this okay, is uh, yeah. this is the thirteen fourteen season. And and, uh, and that was the season we went up to sixth. I think yeah. we finished. And you've and you've become thin and thin. And you've become, thin thin. You've become <laughs> pals with Leighton Baines and some of the guys, haven't you? you I'd can... like to think me and Leighton are pals. We yeah. actually, I met him up. Uh, I became buddies with uh, Danny Donachy, who was yeah. uh, you, uh, you, uh, a trainer at Everton for many years, yeah. and then head of head of medical. Um, and then uh, me and Danny became friends, but him and Leighton came to a, a show in Manchester in uh, in 2014. And it was funny because the promoter ran backstage after the show and was like, oh my God, Leighton Baines was here. And I looked up and I said, Leighton Baines was oh, here? Wow, yeah. And he, he goes, how the hell do you know Leighton Baines? <laughs> and I was like, I'm an Everton fan. He goes, you're an Everton fan? How the hell are you it an Everton fan? It's quite random. Have has Samuel got you into soccer, the rest of the band? Are you kind of, you haven't adopted a side? You're not Liverpool no. fan just to wind him up, are you? No, I, no not yet. <laughs> no not sports. Yet. I'm, I'm cool with Everton. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, yeah. but I'm calling out the... I want to go to a game. Yeah, we do okay. need to go to a game. Well, I am calling mm-hmm. out the whenever we play in Liverpool, the mascot the guy who is big red oh, yeah. can't remember his name because I don't want to know. Yeah, okay. uh, he comes to all he comes to all the gigs. Oh, he's a fan of the band. Oh, he loves fan. us, and he's been trying. He's been feeding our sound man uh, uh, Liverpool merch, and oh. it's been driving me crazy. He's winding up on the bus every man. time we come through. You don't and I be looking to the side. I throw of the it stage. in the trailer. Yeah. I'm like, get that out of here. You need man. to start playing Zed cars. Yeah, start playing Zed cars. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, I'm calling that guy out. That would be interesting. He's he's he he loves ever the. Uh, he loves yeah. the blues. Yeah. So people can buy tickets for you playing the Crystal Palace Bowl in London Saturday the twenty seventh of July, headlining that, which sounds like it'll mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. And the new album is is yeah. out now. Isn't yeah, it? people who aren't there anymore, it dropped. It's our seventh uh, seventh LP. Uh, it dropped uh, last Friday, and uh, we're trying we're trying to hit these charts, baby. Pick yeah, it, pick it up. Yeah, people who aren't there anymore, but we're here to tell you that we are still here. <laughs> yeah, check out the record and come see us uh, in July. Excellent. Yeah. Well, good to see you. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank, Thank you all so much. Thanks so much for having Samuel us, Samuel and Will from Future Islands. We'll play out, of course, with the classic. We'll play a bit of Seasons for you. We're going to be talking transfers once again shortly. Hopefully, Everton are doing a bit of business. Yeah. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Kevin Mayle has been in touch on uh, on my Twitter, Paul. Yeah. Um, he's saying he's, he's just been playing the new FIFA game and Brian Hill was playing for Brighton versus Liverpool. Wow. Does that mean he's Mystic Meg? I think it probably... <laughs> 
probably does. Have you moved players to somewhere else on your computer and they've done well? Yeah, that's be it. Quite nice on maybe. transfer deadline day. What if Brian Hill sort of sits there playing FIFA and thinking, "Yeah, I look good in a Brighton shirt. <laughs> yeah. I think you look good in those stripes. I think it'll work for." I'll him. give it a go. You always like to be proved wrong, and he'd ultimately still be our player. So I'd love him to go to yeah. Brighton and tear up trees, but just something tells me that. He's a good know, player, yeah. but maybe not in the Premier League. It doesn't make him a bad player. No, just no. the way it is. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Fantasy Football League returns to Skymax uh, tomorrow night for its second series. And joining us... In the studio, Matt Lucas and Andrew Mensah. Good to see you guys. Hi, Thanks for having us, guys. Fantastic. Did enjoy the the, the first series. Yeah, very good. Uh, it was a, a lot of fun. I mean, it looked like you guys had a lot of fun. Mensah, you came in and had a chat about it, didn't you? Yeah, after yeah. I read you in the first series. So, yeah, it looked like you had a lot of fun making it, Matt. Oh, it's so it's so much fun to do. Hello, everybody. In the country. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun to do because uh, you know, as a, a young man. I used to watch the original with David and Frank yeah. and never missed it. And I, uh, I ended up being on it as a guest, actually. And, um, you know, I was apprehensive when they talked about rebooting it. But it seems to have gone down really well. People really like it. Um, you know, it's me, it's Ellis James, it's Mentz here. And we all get along. And I think we always, none of us ever make the same joke as each other. We oh, all come good. at it from different angles. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, and so uh, the show tomorrow night has Mo Gilligan and Michael Sheen on. Big, big guests. Big wow. guests. Yeah, it's yeah. good. <laughs> we got Alex Horn and Catherine Ryan next week. Oh, great. We um, we got some big guests coming on. We've got Danny Dyer coming on. We've got Luke Littler coming on. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Did you see that he was just named Young Player of the Year? What a surprise that was. What, yeah. in the world of darts? In the darts, yeah. Oh, yeah. Young Player of the Year, Luke. Oh, <laughs> Must have been quite what a, a shock. What a shock. <laughs> <laughs> youngest player of the year. Really. Oh, youngest player of the year. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. 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 So, 
We're having fun. We've got a little competition at the end of the show for our guests now. Keepy Uppy competition. Oh. And, uh, yeah, we have fun. We've done a traitor's sketch to open the show. Oh, right. okay. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Ellis played seven different people <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I played five different people. Mm. It was a long... It was 14-hour day, wasn't it? It was a long day. It was a very day. long day. Yeah. Mentz, did you have that history with it that... that that Matt had and, and no like when when their show was in its prime I wasn't even born no, <laughs> that's, right. that's what I was thinking that's what I was sorry, thinking sorry Uncle Matt I've tried to yeah. remind you of that's alright son <laughs> but yeah no I wasn't born at all but I was obviously when I started doing stand up I became a huge fan of Frank Skinner mm-hmm. and like read his book and stuff so when they called me to do it I had knew it because he explained it in the book and so I was like yeah I can't and it's just like a perfect mesh for me like writing jokes talking about football it's like yeah. I can't really imagine a show any better? <laughs> you know what I mean, all we do is talk rubbish about football in the writers' room. And it's, yeah. sometimes I come no, it's a living. Goal. Yeah, as a living, it's mad. I can't <laughs> believe it. I wake myself up. I'm like, what? Oh, Matt Lucas, I get to write jokes with Matt Lucas. I can't believe it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so then like, and then I obviously watched loads of shows. And when I found out Matt was going to be the presenter as well, I watched the episode that he was on. I was just like, yeah, this is just like perfect. Like just talking football with comedians like I can't who were you on with Matt all those years ago well yeah. I think I was the only guest it was one of the World Cup shows yeah, oh, 2004 yeah, yeah. One, yeah, one of the ones yeah I so I on, think yeah. I was the guest yeah it was only yeah. it was, it was only, only you and Lonely on the they couch. were live they were live as we discovered when we had Johnny Rotten on and Bridget <laughs> Nielsen <laughs> and you had to get rid of because you worked on the show yeah, originally yeah, did yeah. you have to get br- rid of Bridget Nielsen during uh, the no, break no she stayed on Andy Jacobs the producer and my co-host normally um had a word with her during the break and uh, yeah she had a bit of a gob on after that <laughs> she did seem very happy in the second half of the show I feel like there was somebody that, ha- that yeah, we yeah, got rid Johnny, of yeah Johnny Rotten John Lydon left at half time wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> got dragged at half time was asked yeah was asked was asked that's the, the perils thankfully this one's not live so you, it's not so much of a problem no but we record it we basically we write it on a Monday and Tuesday mm. and then we we go in early on a Wednesday to film sketches and then we film in front of the audience on a Wednesday yeah. evening, and then it's edited through the night, and yeah. then we watch it uh, on a Thursday early mm-hmm. afternoon. We've just come from the edit now, and then and then it goes it goes out on socials now. That's the whole thing. You yeah. get you clip it and put <laughs> it on socials, and then and then it's on on Friday night tomorrow. For night. me, it's always scary. It's like yeah, once like yesterday we had a, like a long recording, as Matt said, and it's like okay, we've done it. And then now next week, I don't even know what the show's going to be about. Oh, yeah. It's so scary it's going in Monday See, in the morning. Pants. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's, the great thing is that the material's being generated all the time. You know, the game goes on. There's always stuff. There's always stuff yeah. that is funny about football. Yeah. Isn't so there? we were talking about Klopp leaving. We were talking about uh, Marcus Rashford. You know, all these, all these are the, the, the these are all the, the issues that we're talking about and mm. like you say we're waiting for transfer deadline day but not much is no. happening is it no. you can do a sketch about that can't well, you? about, yeah. about yeah, but nothing happening here I feel a Jim White impersonation yeah. coming on <laughs> Ellis does a good Jim White yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've, you've written it on air now yeah. get, wardrobe just meeting. have a word get a yellow tie in for next week <laughs> I would imagine uh, yeah. the Phoenixes live on which is, which is yeah, great yeah we yeah. love doing the Phoenixes yeah. and we've got well, we've got Jermaine Defoe on this week, okay. uh, that great goalie school for Sunderland against yeah, Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, we have Emmanuel Petit doing his World Cup final goal. We have Emil Heskey. We have Wes Morgan. We have Sean Wright Phillips, Jack Wilshire, um, Ga- your, your, your very own Gabby Agbonla. Oh, oh, but we don't do a, great, a goal yeah. with Gabby. We oh. just do when he fell over the advertising oh. hoarding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, very nice. And hurt himself. Very on brand for Gabby. That yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. ever find they've got like comedy chops? I mean, they turn yeah, up and well, oh, he knows yeah. how to do a line. Emil yeah. Heskey does a really, really great 
funny comedy thing. Oh, he's okay. very, he had good timing. I thought Jermaine Defoe was great as yeah. well. Like, he had, like, he's really? like, it was like obviously like um, the scripting. Matt and Ellis remember their lines, and like we normally have like the boards up for the players. To, and then he was like, why, why, why have oh. I got the boards? Like I can do this. And I was like, <laughs> all right, man, cool. Yeah. And he's like proper like sold his lines, and that like, he was great. Do you right. grab a kick around with him, man? Well, I try. I, I'm trying to tell them that I'm also a footballer like them, but they're not. <laughs> <laughs> then they see you. Yeah, then they see me kicking it. Like, yeah, they see it's like a charity Second game. Yeah. Yeah. Second touch ahead. Yeah. Have you done any with overseas players yet, Matt? Uh, well, we had Emmanuel Petit. Right. Um, we Pedro, had Mendes, who speaks good English, but you've not had some titles one yet. We do. Uh, Pedro uh, Mendes as well. That, oh, okay. that near, well, the goal that wasn't oh, a goal yeah. for uh, Spurs against Man United, yeah. the Roy Carroll. Um, shameless. <laughs> I'll pick the ball out the back of the net and pretend <laughs> it's going. We did that. We have fun with that. Um, yeah, but uh, it's all players that you know. It's goals you remember yeah, or misses that you remember. And, um, yeah, we have so much fun doing it. Yeah. Although we're always doing the Phoenixes in the coldest weather possible. Coldest, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do it in a, some dome. For some reason, it's colder. Yeah. It's not the than, snow dome, is it? In, yeah. in Mount Milton Keynes. <laughs> yeah, it feels, like, it yeah, feels yeah, like that. Yeah. And it feels like whatever the weather is outside, it just double intensifies in that dome. So if oh. it's hot, it's like a sauna in there. If it's yeah. cold, it's like you're in like, the snow dome, like you yeah. said. Nice. Now, your cousin is Everetti Eze, of course, mm. and we saw him do some sort of... Uh, Ridiculous football. Just yeah, ludicrous stuff yeah. the other day. Him and Elise were just on fire the other night. Like, they, like, like, like the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're ridiculous. <laughs> they're so good together. Um, yeah. He's a joke. He's, and the thing I love about Ebbs is like... He plays in a prem how he's always... That's what I used to see him do cage football, like flicking it over people's heads, like yeah. bending it in the top corner and stuff. So it's just Because a lot of players I know who made it pro kind of changed the way they play in order to survive at that level. But mm. he plays football like he's still in the cage and it's stuff. Brilliant. It's great yeah. to watch. It is really yeah. good. Would you have him at Arsenal, Matt? Oh, yeah. Would you, would you have him, yeah? I'll tell you what, I'd have him and Olise. Yeah. If only... Uh, any of the football clubs had any money to buy yeah, we're allowed yeah, to buy buying him as a yeah, pair yeah. how much would that yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll take two of, I'll take two do you know <laughs> it's, that, it's that weird thing where if you buy them as a pair you should be paying 200 million but if it, as it's Crystal Palace you can probably get them both for about 17 <laughs> <laughs> shots fired yeah I love that good stuff so how long is the run how many shows you're doing in this in eight this, so eight we shows. do eight shows yeah yeah so uh, my my aim is that uh, we, we're Arsenal are still in the title race by the time we finish mm, the shows because okay. otherwise it's just going to be too depressing. Yeah. But for that to happen, I think Arsenal, that's the, my beloved Arsenal, mm. need to get a result against Liverpool. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday, yeah. isn't it? Do you reckon, yeah, I reckon Arsenal, I'm saying two one to are Arsenal. You? Yeah, yeah, really at the Emirates. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do I mean, Liverpool are favourites. So really. many goals in that in that team. So many just goals don't want Nunes to put all the ones in that he didn't put in yeah. last night because you'll yeah. lose eleven nil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First yeah. half hat trick from yeah. Nunes. Yeah, yeah. Can you yeah. imagine looking at those two then, Matt? Looking at City and and um, and Liverpool, are you beginning to think that it's not going to happen, or you still think you're in the mix what, to, win it, to win mm. it for Arsenal to win? Um, it? Strangely I, gone off. City got everybody back. They are looking a bit frightening. I again. think. I think it. It's between City and Liverpool now, to mm. be honest with you. The only thing that might change my mind is if Arsenal beat Liverpool on the weekend, yeah. then they are back in it. But yeah. they have to do that. They have to do that now. Um, I don't know, Haaland's back, De Bruyne's back. De Bruyne is a scary footballer. He's like an android, isn't it? You've got to fancy City for the title again. I just you? think the only thing, the emotional drive 
with Liverpool with Klopp leaving and it's like last like last sort of dance. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Liverpool are an emotional team. They play off emotions. They press high. They're like an emotional oh yeah. As a football fan, team. as you, a football fan, if Arsenal can't do it, you want Liverpool to do it. Yes, yeah, for sure. If Arsenal can't do it, just because there's something yeah. sort of soulless about Manchester City's title yeah. wins, isn't yeah. there? Mm. Wouldn't it be quite yeah. romantic though if a, a sort of a manager in his first year in the Premier League was to suddenly come up on the rails and win like a Tottenham? How would you feel about that? I mean, it'd be quite a romantic story. You are talking to a man. (laughs) You are talking to a man who left the country when Spurs played Liverpool in the Champions League final because I couldn't countenance the possibility of being in the country if Tottenham won the Champions League. I left the country. I turned down work. And got out of of Britain, just in case. Seriously. Oh, wow. Paul, you you threw out the bait. Yeah, yeah. And, and you well, I just, I just thought I'd ask the question because I know Matt is an old football romantic, and I know yeah. I just wondered if it was something you'd like to see. And but I'm just Tottenham. Not, I'm not. Well, <laughs> well, you can't ask an Arsenal fan that. Do you know the thing is, a lot of my family are Tottenham fans. A lot of my friends are Tottenham fans. Yeah. I love them dearly, but. No, I don't want to see them win. No, of course not. <laughs> no, I, I'm exactly the same. People say, wouldn't it be nice to see like a different team win it? No. no. <laughs> if it's Arsenal, of course not. You know, no. it's just the way no. it is. I mean, it's hard. With Man City, you know, I say that it's soulless. Mm. It, I mean, those players are tremendous. Yeah, they And are. so when I watch Bernardo Silva score, he is incredible. I can't take anything away from those players. It's just... No, but I know what you mean. City feels like Dubai, innit? It just feels like there's well, nothing like... They just... <laughs> They cheated. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 Football I mean, club's a holiday destination. Yeah, there's 110 yeah, yeah. counts against them. So uh, well, you know, well, which they out. all deny. I suppose we should uh, yeah, well, point out. Find Allegedly, it. You, Matt. You know what? You can point it out. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> They're cheats, as far as I'm concerned. Allegedly. <laughs> so what time, guys? It's uh, ten yeah. o'clock um, tomorrow night. Do we yeah. know ten o'clock? It goes out. Yeah. 10 o'clock. I think it might be 9 o'clock. Oh, 9 o'clock. Do you know, this is terrible. I can't remember off the top of my head. No one watches linear telly anymore anyway. It's either 9 o'clock. watch it all on their phone anyway. I said, just get to your TV at 9. You'll be safe. Get to your TV at (laughs) 9. Yeah. You know, like, if you're going to football... You know, you should get there an hour early. Yeah. Go and get a pie. Mm. Watch the match. Yeah, so get to your TV at 9. If it's on at 9, great. If it's on at 10... All right, at least you haven't missed it. <laughs> it's on at 10. Oh, it's on at 10. I still friends. think you should get to your TV get, at 9. Just get there okay. an hour early, you know. Well, you don't, know what, the traffic, you don't so. know what the traffic's going to be like. <laughs> in your house, isn't it? You don't know who, who's watching what. And the great thing is you can't download all eight at once because it's got a life of its own. You know, it, it yeah. kind of lives from week to week and is and what's going on in the game. So Yeah, uh, it's topical, it's topical. And we have so much fun doing it. And also we have all those great audience members that come with their in their colours. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's just honestly like doing a live comedy Geek, yeah, with the crowd, they're a lot bolder than they used to be. When I was working on the show, they'd often be a bit intimidated by Frank and Dave. So they wouldn't get the odd one, but they seem they seem a bit larrier these days. Yeah, what? and I think in our writing, we we try and involve them a lot. Yeah. So like yesterday, you, you we, when we were speaking about Liverpool, Matt I actually spoke to the, the Liverpool fans, and there's a very very funny moment that was spot that yeah. happened. Um, but yeah, it was like stuff like that that we kind of encourage the football, yeah, yeah. football fans to kind of get involved because they're there. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. there, so you might as well chat. Frank's to them. An intimidating man, though. <laughs> but also, you can play fantasy Premier League. Uh, yeah, of course you can. Yeah, yourself, yeah, yeah. you know, and be yeah. part of the of the big league. So um, it feels, yeah, it's kind of we're, we're in the interactive age. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, please please join us. I do like your game roundup, Matthew, where you absolutely slaughter everybody, mate. That's very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I got it this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very entertaining. Last season, I was just giving it to Ellis. It was like my running thing. What can I, yeah. what can I slander Ellis with? And the good thing is that I don't play, so it's like I've got free reign in it. Yeah. I'm, scared, <laughs> I'm scared of playing. And like, like, you know what? You talk a good game. We we might have to get you up doing the keeping. Yeah, yeah, I think no, so. No, no, no. Keep you up, yeah. So, yeah, no, no, I'll win that. <laughs> aye, aye. Actually, to be fair, we've got Tony Adams on the yeah, so maybe not, but uh, um, maybe second. Yeah, we do. We have Tony Adams, we have Emma Hayes coming on, we've oh, got right. Joe Scott. So, we've got, yeah, Brilliant. so we've got some former footballers this time around as well. Excellent. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Back to the normal Clips of the Weeky type show tomorrow. Charlie, you're back on Saturday with, uh, with Max, Max. 9 to 11, Saturday morning, the game day warm up. Lovely. Looking forward to it. And I'm with you on Tuesday. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Fantastic. So uh, that's us. Thanks for listening. Uh, and if you uh, are, are unable to listen between one and four tomorrow, the podcast is always available at four. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four p.m. on Talksport. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.